welcome to the Hanford Dixon Show with the Top Dog. And I'm Gabriella Cruz. We are coming off a great weekend, Hanford. We're celebrating a Victory Monday finally again. Gab, I tell you, I can't believe it. I mean, what a win. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm upset with you because you know what you have to ask me I right know. off the rip. Well, if you gave me a chance, well, yeah, I was getting I mean, there. Jeez. Know, I know and it. I just want to be, you know, know first shutout since 07. It. Nothing, nothing. This it. guy is just too excited for me to ask. <laughs> what did you do yesterday, Hanford? Well, you know what? I if, my day started off really, really early. I got to the stadium uh, probably about nine o'clock. I was so excited for this uh, for this football game. Uh, I knew this was going to be a get right game for us. So I got there really early, and again, uh, we you know you know I do this other TV show, uh, pregame show, and we did it. I know uh, you're a hot commodity. Well, you know, yeah. normally we do it live on the field, but this time we didn't. We did it up in the uh, Cardiac Club. So I was up there and uh, did the show, and uh, after that uh, had to go down to um, one of the lounges and, you know, speak there. So to make a long story short, as usual, didn't get really get a chance to see much of the game until about three o'clock this morning. That's because I tape, as you know, I tape every game and get a chance to go back and watch everything. And then left the stadium, trying to catch an Uber, trying to go home. And you want to hear something that was really, really funny. You know, I, I'm, I'm standing on the corner. I think it's West Six and Superior, and I see this car go goes by, and there's this uh, young lady in there. And I'm telling you, the young lady looked just like you. And I said, damn, that's Gab. What is she doing? So I jump on the phone and I call you. I said, Gab, where are you? Did you just pass West 6 and St. and Superior? And you were like, no, that was not me. But anyway. No, that my was, guy. How many, uh, how many Dortmunders did you have well, in the game? I, you know, I, yesterday I was able to have a couple of them because uh, I wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't You have, should know by my yellow Jeep. If, well, if it's not why, somebody with the windows down singing yellow Jeep, then it's probably not. Well, Gab, that's why I, finally I said... That was crazy to me because you wasn't in a yellow Jeep. But I'm telling you, it looked just like you. Anyway, what was your day like yesterday? Oh, I love that you asked me mine. Mine was a lot less interesting than yours. I went to my sister's house uh, Sunday fun day. Oh. So, you know, the whole family goes over and we play games. We watch a lot of football. We make some bets on Tipico. Um, Hopefully you won. My sister made a nine-leg parlay for the Cavs. Wow. And, and she hit it. She won like 350 bucks. Her boyfriend copied the bet and he placed it an hour later than her so he ended up winning almost 500 bucks wow yeah so uh i had them venmo me five dollars <laughs> 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 whenever anyone wins i'm like can i have five bucks <laughs> that's kind of my thing but uh we're all winners today because the browns got the dub what a big one it was and we're actually going to welcome on a very special guest today we've got browns legendary running back and return man three-time pro bowler two-time all pro eric Metcalf Yay. joining the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks on. for having me. Thanks for coming in studio. Thanks for having me. How you doing, big dog? I'm doing all right. How about you? And how I, was I your mean, busy I, day yesterday? My day was busy. <laughs> <laughs> my day was busy. And my oh, day. Oh, oh, that's right. I'm, I'm not cutting you off, and I'm, I, I want you to talk about this. I just uh, uh, realized this. Didn't I see on? We gave away like 25k. To this family yesterday, Military and I think family. you you Military were the one. Family, Tell yes. us about that. So it was, it was fun. It was great. I mean, you know, they didn't they didn't know they were getting the twenty five thousand. Both the the husband and the wife. 
served in the in the military and so they didn't know they were getting it and they just had me come out there as one of the Browns legends and, and give them so it was, give them the check and so it was great because you know they didn't expect it yeah it was a way that uh Union Home Mortgage could help them out and and they did that and so everybody just loved the moment that's G- awesome Gab I understand too um wh- when he gave the check to the family, the wife really got emotional, didn't she? She did. She was she was crying, bawling, because like I said, they did not expect it, you know. And so when someone gives you twenty five thousand dollars, you're not expecting. You're kind of happy, ah, that's you know. So cool. I told the son, "Don't spend it all in one place." <laughs> <laughs> those are the feel good stories, though, and the things I love watching. Those are you. Those are the ones you rewatch over and over. Right. I hope I, they put that online. When I was holding, I was I felt like Happy Gilmore. I was like, I want the big checks. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the big checks. <laughs> you guys got any extras? Right, 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 right. right, right. You're giving them out. <laughs> Eric, we want to talk about your football career and your post-playing days before we actually jump in and break down this 27-0 win. Is that cool with you, Hanford? Absolutely. It's our show, Gab. It's our show. It's our show. I might roast you. You might roast me. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, all right. Well, let's let's go back to the beginning here. What were you thinking when the Browns drafted you in the first round back in 1989? I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> oh, here I, we go. No, no, this is, this is real. I was like, oh, Lord, Cleveland, Ohio. You know, I've been... I had been in college at Texas, playing on AstroTurf, which everyone played on back then, at least 70 degrees every football game. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking, I don't know how this is going to work, because I've seen them on TV, and it's really cold. They're playing on (laughs) dirt. That's that's not even grass. So for someone who thinks they're kind of fast, it's like the trek was going to be kind of slow, right? And so the whole time I'm thinking I'm not – First and foremost, let me say this. When you get drafted, you're happy regardless of of where it is because that's what you've been playing for up to that point all your life. And and I I could tell you a backstory about it in regards to Mike Lombardi. So when I was a a freshman in college, Mike Lombardi was then with the San Francisco 49ers. Tell tell everybody who Mike Lombardi is. A lot of don't, yeah. Oh, Mike Lombardi, he he was our – Player personnel guy right. back then, Absolutely. and then he became. Then he, he went for Frisco, worked with the Browns. He then went with uh, Bill to New England, right? And so then he's been on NFL Network, has written a few books and everything. And so Mike is well versed in mm-hmm. NFL football. And so my freshman year, they come to Texas Pro Day, and I'm just standing out there because I compete in track, so I'm not doing anything. And um, he tells me, "I'm going to draft you when you." When you're a senior, I was like, okay, sure, whatever. No. It's three years. I would have to wait, and so I'm cool. That's fine. So fast forward, um, 1989, two days before the draft, Mike is now with with the Browns. He comes to Austin two days before the draft, and he's like, I need you to run all these tests. We're talking about drafting you. And I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) <laughs> no, you did. Yes, I did. No. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, absolutely not. No, no way. way. And he, and he kept. Oh. I would have loved to have just watched his face when you and said he, that. And he kept, he kept asking. He was like, "No, really, we're talking about drafting you. We flew all the way down here." I was like, first you didn't tell me you're coming. <laughs> I just, I had just finished ba- playing basketball, like 
all day. Uh-huh. I just finished playing basketball, and he's like, okay, um, you're not going to do it? I was like, no. He said, why wouldn't you do it? I said, because my thinking is this. If I don't, if I do it, and I'm not as fast as you think I am, uh-huh. yeah. then do you still draft me? That was smart. Okay. That yeah, was smart. so you were worried about doing all these tests after you were exhausted from basketball. Right. No, I don't, no, not really. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I really right. just didn't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but that okay, was my okay. excuse. And so uh, then he dra- then they draft me. Okay. They trade up. And, what did you and run? Me. No, first of all, real quick detour, because I'm a track nerd, and I ran in college, too. Um, what was your event? Long jump? Long jump. Okay, and yes. you had a couple of really significant accolades. Was it national championships or just all American? two-time national yeah, champion. Yeah, that's pretty sick. And long jump, yeah. Yeah, you got to be pretty quick and powerful for that, yeah, so that so translated it, very well. Yeah, and so then they drafted me, and I was like, okay, so I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And and then I come to uh, Cleveland for minicamp in May, and it snows, and that's when I was really like. <laughs> that's when it hit you. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> Fast forward again. I held out the summer, came in. Started playing with these guys who took me in like a little brother. Love Cleveland ever since. Let me let me tell you why I like that story because uh, I remember when I was uh, coming out of college and you know how they send the scouts down and and Gab what they do is they want to time you they want to test you they want to do all have you do all these drills and mine was a little bit different. I didn't say that I wasn't going to run. I actually ran for them, and this was the forty yard dash. And I remember I ran my time. I think I ran a, like a four, three, six, or seven, or something like that. Did you really? Yes, I did. Okay. And they wanted me. They wanted <laughs> me. They wanted me to run again. And I said, Nope. I'm cool with I that. I said, Nope. You got. Um, I said, I'm cool with that. Right. I said, Your clock is right. I'm not <laughs> running again. Right. And if you missed it, talk to some of the other people that 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 taped it but i'm not i'm not going to do it again so that's why i can relate to that story a little bit about you said hey i'm not going to run for you you know (laughs) because you know when you think about it they have all this tape on you they know they already know what you could do i mean what the hell are you going to run for them for they crazy i I was not going to run for them and i didn't (laughs) let me let me ask you this eric and and everybody and obviously you come from a football family uh but when did you know that you were good enough. I mean, obviously you played at Texas. You, I mean, when did you know that you were good enough to play, to take it to the next level in the NFL? Well, to be honest, in my mind, when I was like eight years old, I was like, I know I'm going to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it's partly because my dad played. Right. So this is these were footsteps that I wanted to follow in. But as a, as a seven-year-old, I scored 10 touchdowns in a game once. And so I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty good. This 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 can work. This can work out. And it just kept scoring ten, and three got called back. But I still count them because because yeah. I would touch that end zone. So how much did your dad help you prepare for the NFL? You know what? My dad never did. He wanted me to do it on my own. He he didn't want he didn't want to feel like he was living it through me. His his life again through me. He just wanted me to handle my business, but I did. I had the time to to watch everything that he went through, watch film of him and his teams when they played. So I kind of learned that way. Cool. Well, thanks so much for sharing. We've got to take our first break. We'll be back with Eric Metcalf and, of course, the top dog. Right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show with the top dog, Hanford Dixon. Today we are joined in studio by Eric Metcalf, and we're also bringing on a very special guest, another special guest. We've Gab. had him on the show before. Gab, hold yes. on. Hold on before you before you uh, 
ask him a question or in, uh, bring him on. I got one thing to say. What's that? Roll Tide, goddammit. Roll oh, Tide. That's all I got to right, say. Well, roll Tide. Then I got another thing to say. Didn't them Longhorns oh, roll up in there and whoop the tail? <laughs> no, how about that? Oh, boy. We're going to have a rowdy crowd. How about that? But please welcome NFL Hall of Famer, former tight end for the Browns, and the current executive VP for the Baltimore Ravens, Ozzie Newsome. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Uh, thanks. It's always good to get a chance to talk to Hanford. And now that you got Eric on also, it's going to be a fun 10 or 15 minutes. What <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you, you had to bring up that uh, Texas shit? You because know? you bought up that real time. Oh, God. Yeah, you guys are just trying to <laughs> roast each other out here today, which is, which is good stuff. Well, first of all, in the break, I know you guys were all talking about your favorite drink of choice. Um, <laughs> you crazy rowdy guys. Listen, speaking of rowdy... Ozzy, how excited are you, and what's your analysis of this incredibly dominant Ravens team? Well, uh, I think the biggest thing is that, uh, you know, we suffered some injuries early, uh, which allowed us to build some depth. Now that we're getting uh, healthy uh, as a team, uh, we got good depth. Uh, guys that seem to be committed, and we're just looking forward to this uh this last stretch, you know, if you want to get the win in November to be there in December. So that's what we're trying to do. In the past few years, you guys have been decimated with injuries, in particular Lamar. Is there anything you're doing differently with him to protect him? Well, uh, you know, we, we brought in Todd Monkey, uh, who, who brought in a system. I think uh, Lamar has a very good understanding of the system. I think we've stayed uh, pretty healthy on the offensive line. And uh, we got some weapons uh, to surround him with. And so I think he's getting the ball out a little quicker because guys are getting open sooner. Ozzy, I have a big question. I know you, along with everybody before the trade line, uh, you guys was maybe trying to make a move at uh, running back. But now you have this kid, man, Mitchell, yesterday from East Carolina who just showed out. I mean, it, does that make it a little easier in that uh, running back room now? Well, you know, we've had Keaton uh, since the, the draft. He was an undrafted college free agent. Uh, his uh, his father played here for 10 years. So we had him here. We, we recognized the talent. Uh, he got he got injured, and uh, we wanted to make sure that he was completely healthy before we got him back on the field, which was last week, uh, in some uh, on special teams and then maybe a couple of snaps on, on offense. But uh, – this week he was able to uh, increase his role, and you could see the speed and the burst that he has. Ozzy, that defense, I'm going to bring a smile to your face. That defense right now is playing. God damn, they playing ball. It's all started with uh, Patrick Queen. Uh, obviously, Geno Stone has been uh, a pleasant surprise, but that defense right now is real. Well, I, I think, you know, you have to look back to the trade that Eric made last year bringing in Roquan. Uh, somebody that understands defense. Uh, he was able to sell everyone down. We were able to move Patrick over to Will. And I think Roquan uh, taking a lot of credit. Now Marlon has gotten healthy. And uh, I think we're doing a very good job. You know, Clowney, uh, Eric signed him. Um, and uh, he's you know providing some pass rush for us. So I think we're playing good at all three levels. And But just like Cleveland. Cleveland is playing at all three levels on defense too. And uh, that's the way you have to play in this league. 
We're going to have ourselves a little showdown yeah. coming next week. You're going to have to come back on the show after <laughs> next week. Because so, one of us is going to be roasting the other person. I, I, I got a quick question. Does that defense remind you any of that 2000 Ravens defense? Well, you know. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Look at that smile on his face. This is going to be tough to you know, answer. And, and I'm going to tell you what, uh, what, what what Rex Ryan would say. You forgetting about that defense we had when we went 13-3. and three. Uh, So, uh, you know, we love play defense around here. And they, uh, you always say if they don't score, you don't lose. And Isaac Lamar, when you drafted him, now, is he putting a smile on your face the way he's playing? Yes, he is, but he's putting a smile on his own face. You know, Lamar loves the game. Uh, he's a, a football he, he's a football junkie. Uh, and, you know, right now, he's just playing the way that we all expected him to play, but more importantly, the way he expected to play. You, you know, I was, and I love Lamar as an athlete and a football player, but what I've heard people talking about, especially around your camp, is his leadership and how that's changed as he's gotten older. How do you, Can you explain that? Well, I mean, you lead by example in the way that he practices. I mean, uh, every day you go out on the practice field, uh, he's out there. Uh, he's very aware of what needs to be done. Uh, so, you know, he does that. And, of course, you know, you, I don't go that much into the locker room. But uh, Lamar has a presence about him. And when you're around him, it, it's a it's infectious, you know. So, but uh, you know what? Like I say, he, he loves the game of football. He enjoying uh, this group that he's playing with right now. So he's having fun. Before we let you go, tell us how good is this AFC North? I can see three teams probably making the playoffs. Uh, now the problem is that we all got to play each other uh, over the course of the next <laughs> eight or nine games. But I, I think three teams may come out of the AFC North in the playoffs, and uh, that's going to make it tough. I just hope that we're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Ozzie, thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, these guys were even telling you, hey, man, retire soon. No, keep it up because you're doing a great job. We're so proud of you, and you've really climbed the ranks. Thanks for giving us your time. Well, good. I enjoyed talking to both of those guys and talking to you also. He's already retired. He's we say he's fine. We thought he was already retired. <laughs> Real quick, I don't know why people keep coming up to me talking about Ozzy's retired. <laughs> right, 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 right. He's at the nah. he's, he's at the facility before everybody else every single day. Right. We talk about retired. <laughs> he and Lamar have the same schedule. Right. <laughs> Thanks, dog. Thanks, All right, Oz. man. I talked to you guys. Good talking to you. Thank All right. you. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Yeah, we we definitely got to have him on next week. Yeah, we we uh, we we're gonna have him. Uh, we're gonna bring him back because obviously everybody know we got a big game coming up, Matt. I mean, you, you know what's funny though is, is we're sitting here talking with him, and it's hard to ask him questions that I really want to know stuff, but he can't tell me. Right, right. right. I really want to know right, something from right. me. I want to get. I want to dig in there, but I know he can't tell me. He's gonna be like, oh no, I can't tell you. Oh no, come on. Dog, <laughs> but boy, we got a big game coming yeah, up this do. week, Gab. I mean, obviously, we got the uh, Baltimore Ravens that we're getting ready to jump into, and we'll play them. And 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 you're right, I, I, we're not catching Baltimore at, at a good time right now. Let me tell you why I said this. And Matt, you hit on this, talking about Baltimore right now is he, is is healthy. I mm -hmm. mean, they are getting 
healthy. When you look at it, I think Ronnie Stanley, the uh, tackle, he's back. Uh, Humphrey, the cornerback, uh, he's back. And, uh, boy, they they are just getting, like, a lot of these players back. And it's going to be tough right now when we play them. You're talking about two teams. I mean, obviously, I think, uh, obviously, our defense is playing extremely well. But this Baltimore defense is real, too. And I can't wait, Matt, to see the two teams go at it come Sunday. Right. And when I, when I think about this game, we know that their defense is the number one scoring defense in the league. Yeah. They don't give up any points. Right. And, and right. we know that the, the Browns' offense hasn't been playing that well. And we're just now getting Deshaun back. And we don't know if he's fully healthy, but we just hope that he gets healthier. And, and at the same time, our defense is playing well, but Baltimore's offense is playing well also. So it's like, what do you, if you're looking at the Cleveland Browns as a football team in this game, what would you rather see? Would you rather see our offense on the field or our defense against Lamar and that offense in, in, in terms of trying to win the football game? I think it's, in, it's up to our offense to keep Lamar off the field, score some points, sustain some drives. But see, you hit on it, and see, that's what I'm afraid of when you're talking about that, because when you look at the Baltimore Ravens, one thing they can do is run the football. And when you're able to run the football, what does that do, Matt, as far as the other team, offense? They're sitting on the sideline. They're sitting on the <laughs> sideline. Side tick, right. tick, tick, they're on the sideline. Right. And I'm telling you, when Baltimore, we can't let them be able to run the football on us because right. if, we, if, if we could stop that, we can get them. All right, we got more to dissect coming up right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show with the Top Dog. And we are also joined today by Eric Metcalf in studio. And we're also going to be bringing on, of course, every week, our game reaction from JT Thompson of Montrose Auto Group. Thanks so much for coming in studio. Thanks for having me on another Victory Monday. Oh, yeah. This is the best time. JT. Yeah, absolutely. Can you believe she finally have your name right? I, I, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> very <go>. pleased. <laughs> you know. Here we go. Can you believe she finally got it right? Wait, you couldn't remember JT? <laughs> Well, you know, she, she thought my last name was Montrose, which I, I, I get. I thought it was with the Montrose group. I so I thought it was his last name. Montrose, dog. You know, I mean, He's yeah, repping Montrose every week, so. And every time she called it, JT was cringing over there. He's like, ah. well, you know, hey. I got to say, I really respect the people pleaser in you to not right? correct me. Well, first selfishly, originally. I looked at it this way. It's another plug for Montrose. Right. I, yeah. You right. know, I didn't really sure. mind it too much. This is all but, about Montrose. Yeah, of course. No. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to now it's time to roast Hanford for him and his uh, beloved headphones that he loves to wear when we don't need them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he just wears them for the look, and I just what? want everyone to know that. <laughs> what, what, what'd you call it earlier? Cranial decoration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, call, trying, I called it a cranial head. accessory. A uh, cranial accessory. That's what it was. <laughs> he tried to hide that dome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We're getting crazy on this victory Monday. Okay, any reactions from you, JT, uh, it, off the rip? I, I mean, it just feels great to have another victory. Uh, you know, yesterday the defense was dominant. The offense, you know, started off a little bit sluggish, but, you know, they definitely picked it up, especially in that second half. It was uh, it was great to see some of the progressions that Deshaun made. I mean, that last throw, that 40-yard bomb that he threw to Amari down the right sideline was just I mean, you could, that was an extended handoff, yeah. if you ask me. I was sitting there at the stadium yesterday watching that going, damn, that was impressive. You that know, was impressive. You know what, guys? I Every week I go and I'll pick what, they, what I call my 
big dog or top dog uh, of the game. And yesterday, before the game, I picked Amari uh, Cooper as my uh, top dog or big dog. And I'm telling you, uh, boy, did he come through. I think five receptions, 139 yards, one touchdown. He was, and for a guy that's not as fast as he is, yeah. I mean, he always seems to be open. But, JT, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, Deshaun. Yeah. I think we all was maybe wondering uh, – how he was going to play and if he was going to play well, whether or not he was going to play the whole game. Yeah. Were you pretty satisfied with what you saw you know, yesterday from him? Watching what I saw yesterday, the first couple drives, he looked a little bit, there was some timidness in there or a little bit of hesitancy is what I picked up on. But I think as he kind of settled in, got a little more comfortable with what he was doing, seeing the game, seeing the, the field develop, he definitely picked it up in that second half. That's why I said that a minute ago. You know, early in the game where I was sitting, you could see some of the patterns. I mean, there was there was open receivers out there, and he just for whatever reason was not seeing them. And then that second half, he, he was he was looking comfortable, which was a good sign that I picked up on. And you know, the next step is how will that progress against? One of the best defenses in the uh, NFL next week. Yeah, how confident are you in him and just our defense and the team? I'm as confident as I can be. You never know in the NFL. It's a week-to-week league. (laughs) But uh, that defense, the way they pitched that shutout yesterday, they're going to go up toe-to-toe against any offense, and they're going to make it hell on them. That's for sure. And offensively, I think and I believe that they're going to do the necessary steps to put us in a good position to win. That's what my gut tells me. And I, I went into this game thinking I didn't need Deshaun to throw for 300 yards. I just need him to make some throws right. that mattered, some tight window throws, some long mm-hmm. throws like down to Amari Cooper. Um, do you think that this still this happens next week against this number one rated defense? It should because – we are That's paying that man a lot of money. Yes. And and will, will, can, I'm a Cleveland fan, lifelong Browns fan. You know, it's. He doesn't want to get ahead. Of I don't want to get understand. ahead of myself because every time I do, it's that letdown, and I'm not going to let myself do that. JT, <laughs> tell us about uh, Montrose Auto Group. Uh, well, you can go to GoMontrose.com. We've got quite a selection of new vehicles. Land Rover, Jaguar, uh, Volvo, Ford, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. I know, Gabby, you like the Jeep. Love it. Uh, We got Chevy, GMC, Nissan, and Kia. So go to GoMontrose.com. We got it all. We got about 1,000 used cars around our group on top of the new cars. So there you have it. Any hot specials real quick? Uh, Kia. Kia just came out. All of them are just coming out right now because it's early in the month. But uh, they got some under $300 lease payments with zero to little money down right now. Cool. Well, thanks so much for coming on, as always. Have a great rest of your week. And uh, thanks, everybody, for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriela Cruz. We got the top dog, Hanford, in the house. And today we also are joined by Eric Metcalf. Thanks so much for coming in studio with us today. I know we were just starting to look a little bit ahead with Ozzy since we got the Ravens game coming up. But we really should talk about... um, last night or yesterday and how that game unveiled for us. What was your biggest takeaway, Hanford, about Deshaun? What grade would you give him? Uh, you know what? coming back from injury. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to defer that question to you, Matt, uh, because uh, obviously I got a, I got a grade I can give him. Obviously he would pass, but um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna defer that question. I'll better shoot that one over to you. Nineteen for thirty, two hundred nineteen yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I'm gonna go with a, a B minus, and and I and I say that because, it, and it's more than a C. Everybody would say he was average, but I I see it like I said earlier. I wanted him to be able to make a certain amount of throws, right? Or certain certain throws uh-huh. in the game, tight window throws, some long throws. That's all I was really concerned about. I didn't need 300 yards. And, and of course, when he came out there, he's he's going to be rusty because he was hurt from and had been hurt and and probably had some jitters. Matt, did you see the I I think what told me that he's on his way back or he really wasn't having any problems with that shoulder. Did you did you see the one pass he threw to uh, Cooper? on the sideline, and Cooper was being double-covered by two guys over yeah. there, and how he just dropped it right in the bread basket. I mean, just a perfect, perfect throw. Now, that particular throw uh, showed me something. Right, exactly, and that's what I was talking about, because this is a game, when we go, went into this game, everybody knew we were going to win this game. It's just how we, were we going to win it, right? We knew that the defense would, would dominate. We knew... Arizona wasn't going to put Kyler Murray out there because they didn't want to throw him to the Wolves because they felt they were going to get sacked a lot, which they did seven times. So, like, going back to Deshaun, it's one of those things about getting him in rhythm, you know, yeah. get shaking, trying to shake that rust off, getting that shoulder warmed right. up and, he and looked, moving. He looked a little more comfortable throwing the deep ball than he did some of those short passes, I thought. And, and you know, a lot of times, and I attribute it to this, a lot of times, especially with the quarterback, and I've never played quarterback, but I know as a running back and carrying the ball, when when you get hit, it gets you more in tuned into the game. So when he started running around and, and making plays that way, I felt like he was, had a little more fire in him, added a little more juice to his game as far as his throwing as well. Well, it's funny you mention that because I think uh, watching him, that swagger came back. Right. I mean, that swagger came back because obviously on a couple plays where he uh, – uh, you could see him when he was running for the first down, throwing for the fir- first down, and he was just saying, "Hey, man, look, the man is back. Right. The man is back, or I'm on my way back." So I was, I was, I was pretty excited with that. Let's go defense, okay. Hanford. Okay, so I first thought shutout. you'd never ask. Yes, first shutout since '07. We mentioned that off the top. Held Arizona to 58 total yards on 48 plays, seven sacks. You know, Jim Schwartz has rightfully received so much credit for turning this defense around, but how much credit do you think Andrew Berry deserves for bringing in all these new pieces we have up front? You know what, I, I, I think he deserves a lot of credit. Uh, and, um, you know, the way he's assembled or, or put this team together, especially that defense, is just uh, I think is just phenomenal. And it's really starting to show because they're playing well um, in all phases of that defense. You, I'm, I'm talking about the coverage. You're talking about the linebackers, uh, the defensive line, and that uh, secondary. They are playing extremely well. It's funny you mentioned that uh, it was 251 games ago that since they had their shutout, which equals the same thing you were talking about, the 16 years. But these guys, I think Miles Garrett said it, during the press conference, he said they played with their hair like their hair was on fire. That's what he said. And I know that's probably a, a quote that he got from uh, uh, Jim, uh, the defensive coordinator. I thought that was probably coming from him. But these guys yesterday, seven sacks, seven sacks, three turnovers. What they did also, too, is uh, when you look at it, they were controlling the line of scrimmage. And I'm going to tell you something. Jordan Elliott. Dalvin Thomason, uh, Harris. I mean, these guys on that front defensive line play that tackle position just 
big monster guys, and they're starting to play well. We knew Miles has been playing well. Zadarius, I think, got a sack. Um, I, I, I want to say he got a sack yesterday. But And Denzel Ward right now is playing with such confidence. And what I like about him, he's not just uh, opening up and run. He's standing there trying to get some contact, bumping uh, the wide receiver. And they are playing. That defense is just a monster. That's why I said this week, this week, how, it's going to be for real. How big a deal do you think Jed Will's injury is is for us? It's it's a big deal because he's, because he's a, your left tackle. But I think when you have a, a Bill Callahan as a, as your offensive line coach, he has guys who can swing and play different positions, and they're already ready to do that. So he'll put them in place and, and still get it done. I think we'll still be able to be successful. And I, and I think the key to that is uh, he's going to be out a few weeks, but he's not going to be he's not lost for the entire season. That's right. the uh, that's a key to that. I think Hudson is going to come in, and, and you got some guys like you said on that uh, on that offensive line that can move to certain positions and can play well. But um, he's he's going to be in the position to uh, come back at. All right, who do we need to step up against the Ravens? Maybe besides Deshaun. The whole goddamn team. Hey, name a player. Coaches, we really Stefanski. need to rest. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think any of them better get any sleep this week. I mean, hey, you know, because I, I can tell you this: I, I bet you those Ravens not sleeping. They understand. Sleep, yeah. They know what they right. have to go against, and we have to have that same attitude. I think it's one of those things where it's gonna definitely have to be someone on the offensive side of the ball. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do something to keep their offense off the field. And, and granted, they have a a top flight defense, and so it's gonna be tough. Yeah. But we're gonna have to run the ball even when they know we're gonna run it and and, and take two three yards if that's what they give you. Because you're not gonna go out there and and bust off no sixty forty sixty yard runs. I don't think so. We have to be able to sustain drives, one hundred percent. Not turn the ball over. No turnovers. No yeah. Limit turnovers. Those turnovers. Lim- and, and go from there. And I'll tell you this. The kid I, I asked Ozzy about, the kid uh, Mitchell. Yes. I mean, this kid last week, he had two big runs. He had a 40-yard touchdown run, and he broke another one for 60 yards. I mean, the kid only had nine carries, I think, Matt. Nine right. carries. What you say, 130? Like 138, 138 yards. yards. And, and you know what's crazy is that as good as our defense has been, they've given up a lot of big plays. And so we gotta we gotta limit those for sure. Especially under crunch time. All right, we're gonna do some preview for the game coming up next week. We gotta take one more break and we'll be back after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon show with the top dog, Hanford Dixon. Today we're joined in studio by Eric Metcalf. We've been previewing this big, big game we've got coming up against the Ravens. Is this a must win game? What do you think? I think it is. I, I think it is because uh, we obviously we're starting to meet to the meat of the schedule. And what I mean by that, we're starting to play teams in our same division, the AFC North. I think we got the Baltimore, and then after that, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers, so two teams. And we cannot afford to uh, fall behind anymore. I think we're two games behind, Ravens 7-2, and two, and everybody, el- and then is everybody else in the uh, AFC North. So, Matt, I think uh, this is pretty much a must-win for us. Well, I look at it like this, and they're two games behind in the win column, one game behind the loss column. And I, and I don't necessarily think it's a, a must-win game in the respect that we can still make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a must-win game for their confidence. Keeping pace. It's keeping pace for their confidence yeah. and being able and knowing that they can go 
into a, a stadium in the AFC North and win. And so they haven't been able to do that for the most part in the last few years. And I think if they do that, yeah. it gives them confidence moving forward. Because at this point, I actually thought that they would be 5-3 and three going to Baltimore. When I, when I was going through this uh, schedule early before the season, I said they'd be 5-3 and three going in this game. And that's, I honestly said they would lose this game because mm-hmm. it's in Baltimore, and Baltimore's a good yeah. team. The and Browns, they they've only won one in Baltimore. They've only won once in Baltimore since 2015. So why is it so hard to win on the road in this division? Tough place to play. I mean, Baltimore is a tough, tough place to play. And, um, uh, and it's not going to be – I guarantee you that place is going to be rocket. I mean, it's just going to be absolutely rocking. For some reason, we're going to have to find a way to block out uh, the noise there, which is not going to be easy. But I think what's going to happen is what's going to be key is Deshaun has to play well. He's got to play well, but he's going to have his work cut out for him because when you look at the Baltimore Ravens, they have three really good safeties. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think Kyle Hamilton is the biggest safety they have, but – Geno Stone, I mentioned him earlier. I mean, people don't understand. This guy's leading the league or tied for the league in interceptions. He's got six already this year. And his play, and then they got another kid, Williams. So not only are they tough up front, but they're tough also like us on the back end. So this is going to be a key, key game. I, I mean, I, I, you're talking about somebody that's just going to – you know, I don't I don't think I'm going to eat a pizza, but I'm going I'm to be right in front of the uh, – uh, you know, the set, watching every second, every minute of this ball game. And when you talk about this defense, I, that's why I think when we're talking about the Browns offense, you have to make plays. And so I don't think that we're going to be successful if, if Stefanski says, okay, we're going to complete 10-plus passes over 20 yards. I'm looking for somebody to catch a five- to six-yard ball and turn it into something big, and we haven't seen that thus far. Those are the type of game, things that win these type of games because it's tough to go in these places. They haven't won theirs, like you said, only once since 2015. Granted, their teams have been better than our teams in, in these previous years, but when you have a team that is formidable and can go in there – and, and possibly beat this team, you cannot make mistakes. Yeah, Ravens averaging 26.6 points per game and allowing 13.8. Browns averaging 22.6 and allowing 17.4. We got to get our bets in, you guys. Yeah. What do you think? Over under 38.5 total points. Ooh, over under 38.5. I'm going to say, I am going to say, I'm going to say over. I, even though we're playing two powerhouse defenses, but I think yeah, uh, okay. both of these teams have offenses that could score. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say over. I'm I'm gonna lean over also. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I'm gonna lean over also because I think that th- they both are dynamic on defense, but at the same time, they can be both dynamic on offense. And so I, I'm feeling I feel like somebody's gonna score some points. It's gonna be a slugfest and whoever makes the fewest mistakes will win. All right. Cleveland opened as five and a half point underdogs. Are the Browns gonna pull off this upset on the road? Oh, you would. You, would. <laughs> you want me to get it first, dog? You, you can get All it right. first. You can get it first. I you know what I'm gonna say? It's gonna be tough, but I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say we are because um um, I think we have more to lose. I'm gonna say yes. I, I think we I think we beat the Baltimore Ravens. 
All right. I, I'm, I'm going to flip. I'm going to say yes. And, 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 and I think I think as well as uh, Baltimore's offense has been playing, I think our defense can force them into some turnovers, turnovers that will, will determine the outcome. Matt, real quick, before we go to break, your most memorable punt return for a touchdown. Obviously, two punt returns against Pittsburgh. I can't say one. I got to say <laughs> both of them. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like that? I mean, I, I asked him for one, but, you know, he's it, it, he's got so that's, many of them. If, just, if you yeah, know that's this one guy moment. in his resume, yeah. he, he's not going to not point that out. It's not favorite punt return. It's one moment. Right. <laughs> thank you, guys. And thank you, Eric, so much for coming out. We definitely got to have you back. And uh, let's go Browns. Thanks for having me go Browns. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon show. We are just wrapping up Hanford. Do you think that the Ravens is the best team in the AFC North? Oh my, I know you was going to ask me that. I no? know you was going to come to me with a question like that. They're looking uh, awfully dominant. Oh my God. You know what, Gab? I, and I'm going to answer this truth. I, I mean, I, I think they are. I think right now, I think they're playing uh, extremely well. You've heard me say this time and time again on our show. I think they should be actually 7-0 and right now. Gave two games away. They actually gave two games away. I think one particular game, the receiver, the receivers dropped like uh, eight uh, passes, and a couple of them were touchdowns. And, and uh, I remember watching one particular game where um, I think Flowers was wide open. Lamar throws the ball, and this guy just slips down. I mean, it just falls down. I mean, it's crazy. But the Baltimore Ravens right now are peaking at the right time. They're they're a good football team. And the reason why I say, even though our defense is 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 playing uh, extremely well, I just don't think our offense mm-hmm. is up to par where their offense is right now because Lamar is just um, is is playing out of his mind. But to answer your question, yes, I think the Baltimore Ravens are. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things I really took away from Ozzy was his comments about Lamar and his leadership. How big of a role do you think just being a leader plays when it comes to the quarterback position and how that impacts the rest of the team? Boy, that's huge. I mean, that is absolutely huge because uh, obviously they don't pay those guys a lot of money just to um, – well, they pay them a lot to uh, perform and, 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 and be uh, be the quarterback. but. A lot of especially young guys look up to these guys. So, uh, but that leadership role, especially at the quarterback position, is just huge. Gab, I have something for you. Did we have What's a good that? show today? Or I what feel is- like we had a great show. We got Ozzy on. We got Eric in. Uh, we dealt with some technical difficulties, and our producer, shout out to Michael Bohm, got us through. And so, was uh, Eric a lot better than you thought he was going to be? He was all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's still in studio. He can hear me. <laughs> pretty good i think we'll have him back (laughs) thanks so much for watching the hanford dixon show (laughs) see you next week